Blog Talk Radio. here on the Small Business Podcast. As you can see, we've uh, rebranded yet again because we got some good news to uh, share with you, and that's why we rebranded this podcast from uh, the one we, the only one show we did last week, which was the Canadian Small Business Show, to a generic small business podcast because we have a great announcement uh, to uh, share with you. We have, uh, well, I have joined up with my good friend David West to form a new firm uh, specializing in online marketing, search engine optimization, social media and a bunch of other stuff that help businesses online with, uh, you know, getting their message out. And stuff we're doing here at Blog Talk Radio is one uh, one area that we are, we can focus on. And my name is Stuart Crawford, and joining me is my newly uh, appointed business partner, or new colleague, partner in crime, David West. David, you're no stranger to the show. How are you? I'm good, Stuart. I guess newly anointed, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, you know what? Thanks. Uh, I'm really excited about Ulistic. You know, Ulistic is a, uh, a a company that we we launched softly in uh, July and carried it quietly until uh, the uh, holiday seasons. And Stuart, when uh, you and I got talking, and uh, you know, we've we've talked in the past also about these opportunities to work together. And so uh, to have you join Helen and I as a uh, you know, an equal partner in uh, Ulistic Incorporated is uh, really very exciting for us. And, you know, uh, I, I think that the last two weeks since you uh, you joined forces with us are indicative of uh, not only the uh, success that I envisage for Ulistic, but also just, uh, I mean, wow, what a tailspin. Uh, it, there's very clearly a market out there of small business owners and entrepreneurs that have a need to stop just being people that have a website and become real owners of websites. And that not that what we talk about trying to bring to the table for uh, the small business market? All the time. It's something we always look at. You know, there's so many people out there that have great websites, but that's all they have. They have a great website now. That's what I love about the Ulistic uh, I guess you could say promise or commitment to our clients, and we're going to transform them from website havers to website owners. Absolutely, and you know, uh, some of the ways we do that, you know, I, I, as you know, I've developed in, in my career as a web developer hundreds of websites for small business owners, and we de- we've, we've been deploying these content management systems as web developers for for probably the last three to five years for small business owners, but so many of them. Uh, as much as they love the idea of managing their own website, they never really do take ownership of it. And then you bring in the mix, uh, the, the fact that uh, social media, and I'm, I'm just writing a blog right now that social media, sorry, not social media, but uh, search engine optimization and, and the, all this social media stuff is going to be the next Olympic sport. Like, I mean, everybody is competing for first page Google. And so uh, the only question really is whether it be in Vancouver or uh, overseas. But... Uh, 
people need to understand what's going on and they need to understand where, where, how can they bring balance to their online strategies and, and frankly, do they pay somebody else to do it or do they take ownership and do it themselves? And you know, Stuart, my, my philosophy with my clients has always been where, wherever we can give them the power to do it themselves, if they understand it, they, they can do this, they can Absolutely. own this stuff. And uh, for, the, for the business owner who becomes successful and perhaps wants to look at outsourcing, then there's some great opportunities out there. And that's why we've made Ulistic a vendor-neutral service uh, advisor. And uh, so um, people, can, people can decide if they want to do these things or if they want to find the right partners to actually do these things for them. So it's safe to assume that Ulistic as a service offering is more about training our clients how to do things rather than doing the work for them. It's old teach a man a fish instead of give a man a fish approach. I think that that's exactly right. And the bottom line is even even if a person decides to to find somebody to do and pay them to do their SEO or find somebody to put together a strategy and actually do their social media communications for them, I still think that education comes before that. Anybody that's going to buy those types of services has to be well educated and understand what it is they're buying. If they don't understand what they're buying, they're not going to understand why why they have to pay certain fees and you know how for example, just a simple understanding of how time consuming search engine optimization is is important for the for the website owner to understand that. So one of the things I, I've seen over the last couple of weeks is the important tie between all the social media stuff out there and SEO, search engine optimization, that, you know, you, it's almost the point you can't have one without the other. Well, I mean, or they all help each other. Sure, yeah. okay, yeah. So to that point, you can, you can definitely have one without the other, but will, will it actually work for you is the question. Uh, you know, it's the old adage that, uh, you know, there still are, there's, there's no end of businesses in the world today that haven't got a very good web presence, but they're still very successful businesses. Mm-hmm. So that really the question is, do you want to take it up a notch and find out what you're missing? And so by having, you know, for example, a really professionally developed website with purpose and good, clear conversion, that's going to bring you a heck of a lot more than not having a website at all. But doesn't mean you can't run a successful business without it. The same goes for optimization and social media. But the reality is, you know, to your point, the reality is that social media, search engine optimization, blogging, all of these things really do contribute to an, an overall approach to online marketing, creating traffic naturally to these these funnel points into your conversion goals. So one of the things, Dave, you know, for a point of clarification with those that are listening today or downloaded uh, on their their iPods or whatever MP3 device they're using, is, you know, and, and we rank things in order of importance. I believe number one is the website has to be ready or set up to receive visitors. It's even more do all that other stuff out there like blogging, Facebook, Twitter. But if your website is not set to receive visitors and convert visitors to prospects, I don't think you should do those other things first. Well, to do those other things first and, and drive traffic to a website that hasn't been developed with very, very concise goals and objectives 
when people get there, they're likely not to recognize the relevancy. And if the relevancy is not there or if it's difficult to find the conversion points on the website in terms of phone numbers or lead capture forms or downloadable reports, whatever the case may be, if, if those conversion points at your website aren't so accessible, then you're not going to convert those visitors to potential clients. They're going to bounce back to Google. And when your bounce rate is high, Google's going to see this as a negative indicator. So lots of, hmm, yeah, that means you want to keep people on your site and engage them. Uh, so what, what techniques would you recommend, you know, something simple somebody can do with a website today? Sure. So in terms of stickiness on a website, uh, first, you know, just the old adage, first impressions count. So if your website is, was, was designed seven or eight years ago, it might be time for a makeover. Uh, there's, uh, there's lots of opportunities to use design to create a really nice environment at your website. Uh, this, the second thing I would consider in terms of a sticky factor is uh, adding in something like a video, for example, a one or two minute video, maybe a transparent walk-on video. Um, I, I really like it when my clients do their own walk-on videos and uh, so that when um, when their prospective clients finally meet with them, they already have a sense that they've met that person. And uh, all, all of these things contribute not only to the stickiness, but really, at the end of the day, they help you build relationships with pr prospective clients. And at the end of the day, what do relationships bring you? Well, lots and lots of business, and uh, you know, either now or down the road, and referrals and all kinds of good stuff. So yeah, I understand the importance of uh, good quality relationships in, in what we do. And I really like the fact, you know, when I show up to a, a new meeting, uh, people say, no, you look just like your picture on your website or the video that they happen to stumble upon. I, I, I was at a, a social media meeting not long ago with a whole bunch of folks, and a fellow walked up to me and uh, introduced me and called me by my name. I'd never met him before in my entire life, but he knew me because of all the social noise we make online. And so it, it just goes to show that people, people get to know you through these, these venues online, be it Twitter, Facebook, or, or LinkedIn, or, or, your, or your own marketing websites. If your pictures are there and you've got some video, I mean, why not get to know people uh, that way. And, uh, you know, Stuart, yourself, um, you've had some great success with blogging, and uh, you're still an avid blogger, and that, that's brought no end of success in terms of your own strategies for uh, the IT firms that you've worked with, and, uh, you know, fortunately for us now, Ulistic. So let's talk about the power of the social media thing, because we have an interesting story that happened this morning. Um, we won't mention any names or, you know, where we found it on LinkedIn, but you know, we were reading. We were reading a story about the was a question, right? It was a question. Yeah, it was just, obviously this person was masking their true, you know, the, what they truly do. They were asking. It was a self-serving type question. That's right. And it's amazing how fast these things can backfire online. You know, maybe we can go into the details. What you know, what was the fatal mistake there? Well, this this, this person uh, is uh, purportedly a social media advisor. And uh, so under the guise of a, a question to drive conversation around uh, should, should you do social media yourself and take, take training and learn about it, or should you outsource it to a communications company that will do it for you? So she posed this question on LinkedIn so that the peers in our community could go and respond and, and give you know, some banter, really. 
at the end of the day, though, when you click through this individual's profile and you realize that, in fact, they, they are this consultant and they're obviously fishing for work in terms of being a social media advisor, well, uh, the, the, the comments start coming in from the community and Stuart, uh, as we, we saw right away, one of the, one of the very early comments was uh, a recommendation supporting some of the training that you've done in the past. Yeah. So this, this social media consultant posted a self-serving question that ended up drawing a whole bunch of attention to you and now to Ulistic also because I mean I threw my two cents worth in also and I, I used it as an opportunity to give my opinion and to draw some attention to the social media training that we're going to do on February 25th. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, I think that what, she, what, what, what this social media consultant did by improperly using LinkedIn forums is she drew a whole bunch of very positive attention from the community that focused people on, to you. On stuff that we're already doing, yeah, so, exactly. Uh, so, wow, um, kind of, uh, well, not so advisable. Yeah. Right? So there are, you know, the, the, these are some of the things that uh, an internet consultant might bring to an organization is in terms of being able to say, you know, here's the power of all these tools that are out there, and, and frankly, here are the pitfalls, so use them with care, because otherwise you may just end up being your competitor's, uh, you know, sales agent. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, you know, social media is gaining some momentum in the marketing world as uh, a way for... Uh, good or bad, or uh, bad examples or good examples, for people to uh, promote their products or services. And there's a bunch of uh, firms that have launched up, like Ulistic, that focus on serving, serving the needs of the small business community. So besides the marketing side, which you know is what we're looking at uh, doing, but in a different kind of light. Uh, what are the reasons why? What other reasons would you recommend to a small business owner to be on uh, social media services? To maybe, I, I would think, you know, uh, using the Westworld example from last week when they had something tweeted about one of their service technicians that, you know, right or wrong, in the customer's eyes, they were disserviced. Sure. So. So there's, there's varying degrees of participation in social media. And actually, you know, monitoring Twitter and sitting there and tweeting and, or being on LinkedIn every day or Facebook or whatever platform you choose may not necessarily be for every business. But at minimum, businesses have to be involved to understand what's being said about their brand. And uh, just simple things like monitoring your own website and Google SideWiki, I think, are critical things that businesses have to put a process in place to do. So whether you choose to actually be involved on a day-to-day -day basis in terms of building relationships through social media, or at least to be available to monitor social media, I think these are factors because there's no, um, there's no indication that this is a fad. It's, it's here. It's going to grow. Every time we turn around, there's, there's a new opportunity for user-contributed comments or, or, or um, feedback on the Internet. So as a business person, you need to get involved at least to the degree to manage your own reputation. Well, one of the things you and I have been playing with lately is Foursquare. Right. And that's a great example of a brand new service that is gaining some traction out there. Uh, and, and especially in the retail community, there's endless opportunities I can see right now for, um, for small, small business and retail outlets to 
to leverage a, a service like that. But sure. Do you think small businesses are finally understanding the importance of social media? No, not not yet. I think it's coming. I think that I think where we're at in terms of the small business market is people are starting to feel a bit of a social pressure around it. Uh, they hear about it on the news and on TV and and on various television programs, but don't really understand uh, w what it can bring to them as business people. And Foursquare is just an example of something that really just kind of came to light, you know, came to a head in the last few months, and it's starting to get a lot of attention. It's a uh, you know, it's, it's a a social media platform, not unlike or similar to Twitter, but it's location aware. And so, what I mean by that is, you're, when you when you utilize your iPhone or your BlackBerry to to update your status through Foursquare, it actually pegs the map with your location in in relationship, not just geographically to where you are, but to the business you're at, and gives you the opportunity to comment. So. When you're uh, in the restaurant, you comment about the service. Everybody knows you're there. You can actually, of course, the, the gaming side of it too is that, uh, you know, if you're in a nightclub, for example, and there's 15 people there using Foursquare, it tells you there's 15 other people there. Yeah. And so it's used as a, it's used actually, I think, what I see happening is probably as a, a hybrid social me online social media tool that's going to actually eventually start bringing people together physically in the same location so that they're no longer actually interacting through 240 character or 140 character text. They actually are going to, to physically meet each other, which is kind of interesting, actually. Well, that's, you know, that's a great point around, uh, around social media. Now, I still believe that it's a tool to facilitate a face-to-face -face type of introduction or some sort of human contact. Not necessarily, you know, sitting behind the keyboard all the time, just pounding away in your keyboard. I, I fully believe this is just another tool or another way to to meet people or to or even collaborate on on different things you got going on. Absolutely, and, and you know, because Foursquare is relatively new to us, and we're experimenting, sort of, well, frankly, on behalf of our clients, so that we can give them the appropriate advice around these tools. I was. Thrilled actually yesterday when uh, when we checked in at the the the, uh, at the steakhouse, the steakhouse yeah. and up pops a recommendation and a coupon for a neighboring business and I thought wow now this is brilliant because not only do they know where I am but they know what's around me and they they, they actually are pushing opportunities for me to save money or or reap the benefits of some a special in the area. And this is where some of the retailers or the business people can, can start leveraging these tools, potentially. Let's see where it goes. So I had a chat yesterday with uh, my lawyer about just things in general. And one of the topics, and this segues beautifully into the, the concerns around privacy online. Yeah. I personally believe that privacy goes the window and you know nobody holds a gun to your head to join Facebook or Twitter or Foursquare and broadcast where you are. For sure. But there's definitely some benefit there to uh, using these services. Obviously, you talked about the coupon idea, and also to the business owner who's use is tracking who's in the area. Absolutely. They can, they can use it to market to later. But let's talk about privacy. And I believe it's old guys like us that are concerned about privacy. If you look at our kids, for example, who are teenagers, they have no problem putting pictures up online or sharing information or or doing the stuff like you know what. I'm on the corner of this street and this street. Who wants to go for a coffee? Let's get together. Definitely, the transparency in terms of the the younger people uh, is they, they've grown up in a different world from us. And in terms of privacy, it it's not. I mean, 
Well, let me put it to you this way, Stuart. You'll never know uh, via Twitter whether I'm not feeling well or if I've, I've got a, an infection in a tooth. I'm not about that. Yeah. I'm about using these tools with purpose and with focus. And yeah. frankly, if it doesn't serve the top end of my sales funnel, I, I don't know that I would be spending the time to do it. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, there's, but there are people out there that use it for the fun side of it as well. My kids live uh, when they're in, when they're in front of the computer. They got Facebook open. Yeah. They live in Facebook. It's it is a it's a communications tool that they've grown up with. I asked my son once, why why do you why don't you just pick up the phone and talk to that person? And he said, Well, Dad, I could do that, but then I couldn't talk to the other six at the same time. And so. You know, that's a, it's a perfect example of how a 16-year-old uh, thinks differently than a 42-year-old. Well, exactly. I mean, well, I think you and I have multitasked for a long, long time, so we understand how to do that. I still think there's a lot of people out there that the phone rings and they're in the middle of an, and they're in the middle of an email that just get totally confused. Sure, sure. So where do you see communications going, Dave? Do you, do you see communications evolving? I mean, I don't think Canada Post is not relevant today. I think the way people use Canada Post has changed drastically over the last 25, 30 years. I mean, when was the last time you sent a letter by handwritten letter to somebody? Sure. Well, frankly, not often enough. It's something we should do more often. Uh, I think that in the world of online communications, particularly in business, uh, I really do think we're going to have to start picking up the phone, phone a little bit more often. I do think that we're going to have to uh, use short and succinct ways of communicating. So keeping it brief, actually forcing people to use 140 characters or less to communicate may not be a bad thing because the reality is it, we're being bombarded by com communications from all different sources. So um, things like uh, Google Wave, I think, are w once they're available to the general public and once people can uh, you know, connect to POP through email accounts and do, the, do all that standard business communications, the, the whole concept of Google Wave and creating communications in your inbox or, or communication threads in your inbox, is, it's brilliant. It's not going to catch on, though, until uh, Google brings it to, uh, you know, reach a critical mass, right? Yeah. But, but that's where communications is going. So when I talk to well-seasoned IT professionals about things like Google Wave, mm -hmm. the number one, can, number one answer always is security. Sure. So... Is Google Wave or services like that here to replace your, say, your office SharePoint or document management system? Potentially, not not for every business, and this is why it's important for you know it's important for an advisor to understand the whole business, the scope of the business, the needs of the business before advising. But I mean, I've often heard the uh, that argument put up against Google Enterprise apps as a way of managing email and, and document management and uh, calendaring. And the reality is, I mean, uh, I, I think measurably the outages, although the the outages with Google services get a lot of you know, hype, I would, I would put them up against a managed uh, share, share, SharePoint or a uh, managed exchange server in a small business office any day because just, just removing the stress of having to manage your own server, having to pay somebody to come and manage it in your offices, I think it's worth considering for a small business. There's obviously points in the growth of any company when these things have to be reevaluated. Re yeah. Right? So we got uh, we have about five minutes left in, in our program today, and we should do this once a month, just have a regular banter like this and talk about things that's going on. Um, 
you know, where do you see where do you see Lyft going, Dave, and as the you know part part or one of the partners in the company? Yeah, sure. Well, uh, uh, this, this is where you think you're. Where do you where do you see the world going in the next eighteen I, months? I can tell you where where Ulistic is now and what my, my vision has been all along. First of all, uh, Ulistic is not an internet marketing company. We are an internet consulting firm. At the end of the day, uh, between yourself and I as the senior advisors and our available resources, we bring a fair amount of experience and knowledge to the table. Not only have we both built successful businesses online using all these tools to be successful, but I mean, so you come with a, a, a sound background in the information technology industry. You're considered a trusted leader in that industry. You bring a lot to the table in that regard. Uh, I've developed in, in my uh, career as a web developer hundreds of websites. If, if it can be done online, I've probably crossed its path or done it at some point in my career. And so uh, we're not people who have just graduated into this fervor called social media. There's a whole bunch more to what we want to bring our clients. Uh, things like being able to develop a good specification for a website and tender it properly so that your pricing doesn't range from $500 to $50,000 is, is, is one of the things that we might be able to do for people. Social media training, learning is, is huge. People want to understand this stuff. So we, we're, we're developing these, these seminars, full-day seminars, as well as uh, our coaching program that we've developed. And uh, you know what? There's, there's more to it than just online marketing. There's, yeah. there's, there's a big picture out there, and that's where I want you to listen. Well, right from marketing right down to managing what's being said about your business online. We cover all the gamuts there. And one of the things that has attracted me over the, over the years, Dave, to working with you is that, you know, it's not, it's, it's all about doing business and working and sharing information, but it's doing what's right for the customer at the end of the day. And if a customer said, came to us and said, you know, I heard about Twitter, I heard about Facebook, and I don't know if it's right for my business, that's where we can step in and let's evaluate that and let's see if it's right for your business because it may not necessarily be right for them to advertise on those platforms, but at least we use those platforms to monitor if something's being said, like the Westworld example I shared earlier. Absolutely. Great. Uh, you know, Dave, uh, it's, really, it's a real honor to be partnered up with you after all these years of being a friend. We've had, what, five, six years, something like that now? Five, yep, at least five years, yeah. Yeah, we shared about that at the Chamber of Commerce last week uh, at the 715 Club, uh, you know, when we were talking about membership in chambers and, you know, all the social networking stuff we hit, we, we hit on it earlier, but we're still going to continue doing all those face-to-face -face things because it's a, there's multiple access points I think companies have to look at when they're, when they're talking about their, their strategies overall. Absolutely, and the odd, the odd meeting over coffee is bound to bring some more business. Yeah, and getting, and getting up wicked early for breakfast, too. That's right. <laughs> anyway, so, um, you know, Dave, it's been, it's been a slice to, uh, you know, in the last couple of weeks, anyway, since <laughs> we started. I don't think we both have slept. It's been so busy. But, uh, you know, we've launched our uh, coaching program, eight sessions, covering a wide range of different topics. No problem. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> Why not? Yeah, so we got our coaching program, eight sessions, one-on-one um, uh, -on -one consulting, uh, training programs that are um, uh, online now, uh, social media training. Absolutely. That today. That's February 25th for a full day, social media yeah. training. So lots of good stuff going on. Uh, you know, just I recommend people go to uh, ulistic.com, U-L-I-F-T-I-C.com. 
and uh, check out what uh, Ulysses is all about. Anything in closing, Dave? No, Stuart, other than, you know, like I said before, I'm really excited about where we're going and, uh, and like, let's plow on now. Yeah, let's do it. Anyway, this is Stuart Crawford with uh, David West. We're going to try and do this on a monthly basis, get on this how us banter and talk about what's, what's cool out there and all that good stuff. Uh, here on the Small Business Podcast, uh, we'll, uh, we're not going to be on next week, but the week after we're going to be on with uh, talking about a brand new online oil and gas publication that's going to rival uh, Nichols Daily Oil Bulletin and, and, and create some uh, disruptive way of delivering information to the energy uh, sector here in Calgary. So Stuart Crawford uh, with David West, we're going to sign off for this week. Have a great uh, couple weeks, and we'll talk to you, I think, next on February the, uh, February the 12th.